Welcome and thanks for joining us for this week's encouraging and faith-building message from C3 Topol. For more information about C3 Topol, visit our website c3churchtopol.org.nz. Now for this week's message. All right. Welcome to church. <coughs> I've got a little, uh, you can grab a seat or great sense of the Spirit of God. I love when Jesus kind of breaks my heart again. And uh, I love tears, like these kind of tears. Because God's real and I had no problem crying. Let's out the bad juice and let's in the good juice. But um, God wants to do some business with you tonight or help you do some business tonight. So I'm going to talk about some forgiveness stuff. And there's simply an invitation tonight for you to begin, like Luke was saying this morning, to begin the journey. To begin the journey of forgiveness, to begin the journey of freedom, to begin the journey into the future, to get, begin the journey into wholeness. And the, the group here tonight is fitting for what God wants to do in this place. For God wants you to soon, in about 10 minutes, He's going to get you to write down what people owe you. And then he's going to get you to deal with it. But before we get there, we'll uh, break open the two-edged sword. This is what I spoke on when we opened the, the new F-word series. Then Peter came to Jesus in Matthew 18. And Peter came to Jesus and asked him, now, this is after dealing with sin in the church, and Jesus has been talking about a whole lot of niggly stuff, and, and Peter's obviously got it on his mind like some of the guys have ticked him off because he's, he's human and he's also Peter. He's like extra human. So he's got on his mind, like, Jesus, you just talked about, you know, dealing with stuff in the church, and I'm a church leader, and this is Peter, and you know, how many times do we have to forgive people? How many times do we have to go through this process? And he says, shall I give my brother or sister up to seven times? And he's thinking he's been generous, like it's the holy number, kind of highballing it. You know, the Old Testament was eye for an eye. So do I just put up with it seven times before I take the bloke's eye? Or, you know, a tooth for a tooth. Do I give away seven times before, you know? I just strike the guy back. And, and Jesus says, I tell you not seven times, but 77 times. Jesus was not giving Peter a higher number to aim for. Jesus was giving Peter an impossible number to aim for. He's like, Peter, it's not a numbers game. It's a heart game. You can't keep score, Peter. You can't, you can't, you know, get out the chalkboard every time you're good and every time someone else is bad. You, you can't, he's saying, Peter, you can't, you do not want to get involved in this way of thinking. 
You don't want to get involved in the keeping score way of thinking. Because one, Peter, you can only count to seven. And you're going to have to do it way more many times than seven. So he goes on to speak to Peter and he says, he says, this is what my world is like. This is what the kingdom of heaven is like. A king who wanted to settle his accounts. Now the king is God. It is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants who are us. And it says this, that as he began the settlement, a man who owed him 10,000 bags of gold was brought to him. And since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had be sold to repay the debt. At this, the servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. He repented. This is what repentance is. It is falling on our knees in the, at the mercy of God, realizing that we are incapable of paying the debt that we owe. The debt that we have accumulated since the day that we were born. The, the debt of the sinful life that we by no choice of our own were born into. This, this is us before God, incapable of paying our debt. In, in an impossible situation, this man owing 10,000 bags of gold to his master, he falls to his knees in his presence and he begs him. He says, I will pay back everything. Now, that's a great intention, but no one's going to pay back 10,000 bags of gold. You know what? A bag of gold was a talent, which was worth 20 years of a day's laborer's wage. This guy, if he was to work to pay back, his debt would have to work every day of his life for the next 200,000 years. This is the position that this servant had found himself in. This is the debt that the servant had found himself in before his master. His master knew exactly what he owed him. He said, bring me that servant. Bring me Mark Percy. I'm going to settle my account with him. I know it's not 10,001 bags. It wasn't 9,990 bags. It was 10,000 bags on the dot. You owe me 10,000 bags of gold. You owe me eight billion dollars, 33 kilos a bag times 10,000. You owe me eight billion dollars worth. Pay up. You are, no, I'll, I'll work it off. I'll work for the next 200,000 years, 20 years of a day laborer's wage times 10,000 times. I'll work it off. I'll work the next. We are faced with an impossible debt to pay. We are faced when we come before God with an impossible scenario as a servant who is indebted to a master. And God will call each one of us to account for the life that we have lived. Every single one of us will stand alone and stand before the great throne of God Himself.
And every one of us will give account for the lives that we live. God will call each and every one of us. This is a good news message. Trust me, it's going to turn a corner. It's going to turn a corner. But we have to realize the state of our humanity. We can't be fooled into Western thinking that being a good person will get us to heaven. Even someone came to Jesus and they said to Jesus, good teacher, and he says, none are good but God. That's what Jesus said when he was called good. He says, God alone is good. So who are we to think that if we can live a good life, we can, we can somehow atone, somehow pay back, somehow settle the account that is held against our name in God's kingdom. It is an impossibility and God wants us to have the revelation of the impossibility of our ability to work our way into God's grace because it is only in that moment will we fully fall into the grace of Jesus Christ. It is only in that moment when we realize just how fully impossible it is for us to pay back 200,000 years, 10,000 bags, $8 billion. It is only in that moment was when we will fully cling to the cross, when we will fully let go of our own ability, our own strength, our own thoughts, our own, our own ambition, and we will fully give ourselves to the full work of the cross. We will no longer be lukewarm teetering from one side to the other. But when we have this revelation in our hearts that God is that King and I am that servant and I fall to my knees at the mercy of God and He says to the servant, the servant has this moment. He realises I'm fully at your mercy. This man has said, sell my kids, sell my home, sell sell my life and I fall at the feet of my King and I beg you, I will pay it back. But the King, knowing full well, God knowing full well that we are fully incapable of paying back that which we are owed, sent one who could pay a pay off what we do owe. He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, as a ransom for humanity to pay off that which the devil was saying had to be paid to get us back. Jesus said, I will pay it. I will pay the debt. And this man, he falls at his knees. The master took pity on him. The Bible says that if we humble ourselves under God's mighty hand, He will elevate us. He will lift us up. The Bible says that God opposes the proud, but He, he elevates and He cares and He looks after the humble and hard in spirit. So this man, he humbles himself at the mercy of this king. He says, I'll pay it back. And the master took pity on him. And it says he canceled the debt and let him go. This is what the work of the cross has done for our life. He canceled the debt and set him free. He didn't cancel the debt and say, now you can work for me for the rest of your life. He didn't cancel the debt and say, right, you can pay it off $25 a week. He didn't cancel the debt and say, but I'm keeping your wife and I'm keeping your children. He didn't cancel the debt with strings attached. He, he wiped it clean. He says, as far as I'm concerned, you owe me nothing. And as far as I'm concerned, 
you're free to go. When I look at your account, it's clear. There's no red, there's no IOU. There's no, I'm going to come back for a favour another day. We've all had that moment in our life when we thought someone had done us a favour and then they phone us and say, remember when? Bro, remember when I hooked you up? Remember when? I said it was all good, but you you know, remember when? God is not that person. God is not that person. He's not going to say to you, hey, remember when I forgave you the 200,000 years? Remember when I forgave you the 8 billion? Remember when I I forgave you the 10,000 bags? God says tonight, in Jesus Christ's name, the debt is cancelled. You're free to go. In the name of Jesus Christ, forgiveness is poured out on your behalf. Redemption and forgiveness for your sins has been made. The one condition is this, that you call on the name of Jesus Christ. For whoever calls on the name of Jesus Christ shall be saved. We'll all stand before God on that great day. Every single one of us. And as we do, God will go to our file. He'll go to Mark Percy. He'll pick it up. It'll be him and Jesus on the throne and the Holy Spirit will be doing somersaults through eternity. But Jesus is seated at the right hand of his Father. Make no mistake about it. For he who was obedient unto death was now given the highest place in the heavenly realms, the right hand of his Father. And God will call Mark Percy. God will call every one of us to stand before him. And he'll go to heaven's filing drawer. He'll flick through it and he'll find the file of Mark Percy. He'll put it before him. Every wrong thought, every wrong word, every wrong motive, all stored up on my account all laid bare before humanity. And Jesus will be sitting next to him with another book called the Lamb's Book of Life. And he'll say to God, hey, Dad, before you start reading that, just let me, just let me check. Just let me check in my book. He gets out his book. He's like, Mark, Mark Percy's in the book. Mark Percy's files here. He's sitting next to his dad, God. God's got the Old Testament version of Mark Percy in front of him. Jesus has got the New Testament version. He's reading it, he's holding it there, holes in his hands, scars all over his body. He still bears the marks of the cross. He still bears the marks of our humanity. He is always interceding on our behalf before His Father. Remember Jesus. Remember Father. Remember, see my hands, see my feet, see my side. See my brow where they pushed that crown of thorns. See my back, see my front where they ripped my flesh from my bone. 
It's paid. He's free to go. This gets put where it belongs. In the lake of fire. Burnt. Thrown in the sea of forgetfulness. That is every one of us. We stand before our master and our king with the debt we cannot pay, but also with the Savior who has already paid it for us. This man, after being cleared of his debt, after being cleared of his Old Testament life, after having his debts paid by Jesus over and over and over and over and over and over every day, every bad thought, every bad motive, every unclean thought, every anger, every bitterness, every offense, every sinfulness, every brokenness, every outburst, every rage, everything. Jesus is stamping, it's paid, it's finished, it's done. I've taken care of it. He's free. It's canceled. He can go. Let him go. It's over. It's done. He is stamping over your life. I have paid for it. You are free to go. The man runs off, finds a guy who owes him a hundred silver coins. That's a hundred days work. Begins to choke him. Give me my money. A hundred coins versus 10,000 bags of gold. This is where your part is about to play because there's people here and you're holding people in your heart, ransom and captive. You're choking people not in your life that you want them to now pay back in light of what you have been canceled of. And tonight it is time for you to walk out free. Free because Jesus Christ has canceled your debt, but free because you've let the prisoners go in your own heart. Free because in light of 10,000 bags, in light of 200,000 years, in light of 8 billion dollars, in light of that, surely you can forgive someone of a hundred silver coins. Surely you can forgive someone of they've robbed you. And I'm not saying when you do, you're saying it was okay and you're saying it was right and you're saying I agree with it and you're saying I consent to it but what you are saying is I choose to be free from it because Jesus Christ has set me free from my debt so I'm going to set others free from their debt so I can truly be free myself to live the life so this guy was set free by God but he was still living in torment of his own debtors and then there's people here tonight you're living in torment from your own debtors and tonight God wants you to take account of what people owe you and forgive them. He wants you to write down, people took my purity. People took my innocence. People took my identity. People took my life from me. People took my children from me. People took my, you know, people hurt me. People took my heart from me. And He wants you to write it down and 
in light of 10,000 bags, in light of 8 billion, in light of 200,000 years, in the light of what Jesus Christ has done for us. He's saying, I want to set you free and I want you to set the other people free that you are holding ransom in your life, that it's time to take the walk of freedom. It's time to take account of what people owe you. And it's not agreeing with it. It's not saying it was okay, but it's saying this. I'm no longer going to live under that cloud. I'm no longer going to live keeping score. I'm no longer going to live counting how many more times until they pay me back, until it feels all right, until I'm happy again. I'm choosing tonight to take it captive. I'm choosing tonight to step into the future. I'm choosing tonight in light of the cross, in light of the Christ, in light of what He has already forgiven me of, in light of my page after page after page of life before Jesus Christ. Surely I can forgive people who owe me one page of my life because I took the entirety of Jesus' life. Thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Have a blessed week.